0: Welcome, everybody, to our podcast. We talk photo uh this is a podcast that John Peterson who's with me here down in portland Hello, Jack. uh started a few months ago and has uh, taken off really really better than we thought it would and we gotta keep it going here so that uh you listeners keep coming back and uh, coming back and listening to us. Uh, today, we are really, really um, blessed to have one of my really dear friends in the business and a uh, super cool guy and a, and a great photographer. Probably should be in the other order. Um, Mr. Tony Sweet from Maryland. Are you home today, Tony?
1: Uh, let me look around. <laughs> it, looks, it looks familiar.
0: Yeah. Tony yeah. and I have similar schedules. In fact, what's wild about this is that... We only see each other when we're on a road, basically. And but but it's all good, and we have a lot of history. And and uh, and Tony again is a pleasure to have you here. And um, we have a few things we'd like to talk about. Uh, first of all, just could you just give us a a, a a short bio? I know you probably have it on your website and all that, but just a little background uh, for the folks uh, the one or two the one or two in the world that may not know who you are.
1: Please, please. Um, okay. Uh, well, I started out as a, um, a
0: musician. No, 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 no. You were a drummer, Tony. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's
1: funny. That's you knew that was coming, too, didn't you? <laughs> of course it. Is. Of course. <laughs> also a musician,
0: <laughs> and uh, and a good one. Thank you, sir. And picked heard, up. Um, I've heard the music. <laughs> well, thank
1: you, thank you. And then went and did the. Um, Blackstone's show with Harry Blackstone, traveled the country, and then I learned close-up magic. And then when I left Harry, I did close-up magic for a few years uh, in conjunction with my jazz gigs. Uh, so I was playing and working a lot, doing close-up table magic and doing uh, doing gigs. And then I uh, got into photography. I met Bill in, in Cincinnati and got yep. involved um with uh the great american bill was extremely generous and kind to bring me in there i had no idea i sent bill a page of slides i can't even imagine how bad they were right yeah, but he still like you know still brought me on and i, and I yeah. was um
0: those were the days right
1: it, it was the education man it, it basically was my education
0: i i totally agree you know you remember the days where you had uh you got your slides back yeah. uh from probably a bad processing place, more times
1: and, than not.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you had a and, and and clients would put in like three slides,
1: yes, and sir. guys
0: like John Shaw and Galen Rao and Dick King and all these guys, they they they'd uh, basically be very very frank. Huh? That's probably, probably the best way to say. That, that's, that's what
1: to say. That's all we and, want, Yeah.
0: No, no Photoshop, right? There was no scanner. What was Photoshop? And what you had, it was it was it was there. And uh, I think, I don't know, I'm not trying to sound like a like a 99-year-old person here, but it was sure a great way to learn how to be a photographer.
1: Well, that knowledge hasn't gone to waste. I mean, you know, we should learn about exposure and, and that, uh, you know, with a, you know, to use and see light. That comes with any, it doesn't matter what format you're shooting. You know, it's just when you were relegated to one picture with a slide, you had to, of course, crop, you know, and and, and, yeah. and, uh, and bracket. But pretty much, man, what was on that slide was it, you know, and all the world,
0: it, it, and you had five stops from total black to total white. Pretty much,
1: yeah, yeah. And with the film like, um, like I'll take a, like this is is isn't, isn't, isn't a, a film talk, but in general, you, you had to you had to know your craft a lot and well, and yep. under
0: battle conditions,
1: and it's not that way today.
0: Nope, no, nope. hundred percent. We're gonna get into that. But let me, uh, so so let's pick up uh, uh, after that. And then, you know, I guess you've been running workshops how many years now?
1: Oh, my God. I'm over 25. Can you believe that?
0: Do you consider yourself a photographer or a teacher?
1: What, first and foremost, a musician?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then photographer and teacher slash is pretty much close second.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, John, why don't you kick things off? I know you've got some questions that we've sure. been talking about.
2: Well, hey, you know, it, actually, it's funny that that question about educator, or you know, teacher, or photographer. It's uh, I've been sort of contemplating that because that's a lot of what we do. I mean, we teach. We're teachers. It just happens to be the the medium of photography, but we're teaching people how to see and how to execute and. And uh, so it can almost go either way, whether we're teachers or or uh, photographers. Sometimes, well, the line's always blurred. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So Tony, you know, return, the tax return says photographer, yeah. but we, we really spend our time most <laughs> of my time teaching. Yeah, exactly.
2: So yeah, Tony, if somebody were to, well, I'll ask you, what would you say your style is? How how do, how would you describe your body of work? Oh,
1: man, it, it, it's really hard to describe ones. You're too close to it, you know, but, but, but the similarity that I see between um, uh, creative music and photography, especially as something as, as, as introverted and as self-motivating as jazz, you learn that by doing it. You go all the schools you want to. You're not going to learn anything until you're out in the field doing it for a while, you know. So uh, what you learn from that is it's is, is just a way to think. It's a way to be in the moment. You know, and let's just to let things happen, and and uh, that's where all that comes from for me. You know, and I forgot the initial question, Jack. One more time. <laughs> John, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, no worries. Uh, how would you describe your style? I mean, what? Oh, that's right. That yeah. all comes
1: in, in, into a personal point of view. So, what you strive for as as any creative, quote unquote, person is to find your own voice. And I try to find that with what I'm trying to. I try, it just seem to be in that evolution in my photography, until you know, I shoot smaller scenes. I, I am not a landscape photographer. I shoot landscapes. Um, David Munch is a landscape photographer. Uh, you know, I shoot smaller scenes, more intimate, personal, closer scenics, some sort of macro, close-up, like short, small scenes that have uh, some emotion to them that can be uh, processed many different ways that tell a story. That A picture that a scene that if you and I stood in the same spot, we would not get the exact same shot.
0: Exactly.
1: Unlike mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon, which is great. But we all get the same kind of shot on that overlook. But not when you're shooting smaller scenes. Every scene's different.
2: No, you know, very true. I mean you're you're you have a besides just macro though, I mean I think you you do have a wonderful breadth of landscape, intimate landscapes, macros. Yeah, yeah, um, as well as street photography. I think you go down to Cuba. I was
0: going to say that. You know, T- Tony is one of the few people who he can shoot a, a really great landscape and then turn around and shoot uh, people walking up the street in Havana. Uh, Art Wolf does that. few other people I know can. It's not easy. It's You've got to be able to, you know, think different ways fairly quickly, so... Totally well, a
1: little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, Jack. You know, but I'm thinking, you know, like uh you remember the um you know, one of my favorite quotes, um people limit themselves, first of all. I am this, I am that, I am this. You know, you know, we had a um not a panel but a small group discussion about what their favorite subject is. Some workshop down in Florida a few months ago. What's your favorite subject? Just going around going around a horn. Oh, I like old cars, I like this, I like that, I like that. I never thought of what my favorite subject was. So I'm sitting there, you know, and they're going to and and we get done. And one of them says, hey, What's your favorite subject? And I thought about ten things. Just cast them aside immediately because they weren't the real answer. The real answer is life.
0: Yeah, you know, that's how about the question subject. how about the question you get asked every day? Where's your favorite place to photograph? And well, the answer, that's, where I am.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't matter. What's my favorite okay. time, time to yeah, you know, what's your favorite time to photograph? It's a different question. Favorite place can be where you're sitting. It depends on the light and the subject and, and the main other variables, you know. You don't need to travel anywhere to get a truly great picture. You don't have to. No. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah.
2: You know, I th- I think uh, the last time somebody asked me that question, Tony was, uh, you know, what's your favorite subject? It's it, my answer was basically wh- whatever moves me, whatever I feel connected to whatever i feel inspired by that's that's what i shoot
1: right right but those answers are 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 good and and um but to you but to a student how do they act on that how do they know that well how does that move what do you mean by that you know so it's that's kind of a thing where um you know again let me just go back to music again one of the uh, weirdest quotes ever was a teacher friend of mine in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, sorry, said um, to a student, "Hey, man, improvising is easy. He does listen, and you fill in the missing sound. Okay, that sounds poetic, you know, and it sounds really great. But how the hell do you act on that if you're a student?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't you have the, rep- the scales. You yeah. don't have
1: the requisite knowledge well, to do that. And the exact same thing applies to photography." You, know, you can make these, these great statements that sound great, you know, uh, but if it's not broken down to like building blocks for the student at the most base level, it doesn't take much to confuse somebody.
0: No, and, and, and the other thing, Tony, it's not easy. Uh, it's easy if you do it long enough and it comes secondhand. Right, but uh, you know, it took me many years to understand. You know, I, I, the, Harvard University just did a study, uh, and they brought in guys like Matheny and and Herbie, and sure, a lot of great players, and they and, and orchestra players, and singers, and all kind of different. Uh, musicians that play different kinds of music and they determined that jazz musicians, and you could l- listen to the interviews on YouTube, jazz musicians are the only musicians that can actually use both sides of their brain uh, well at the same time because you have to be technically playing and you have to be thinking creatively and it's not easy. It's, a, it, oh, this, it's form, a- this form, you know, and there's, there's changes sometimes unless you're doing some other stuff but you know and i i look at a photographer you know when i go somewhere you know i, I have the scene i look at something and that's like that's like the chart that's like the, the music yeah and then you have to do something with that scene and that's you know kind of being the creative and and and, and improvising on it you and
1: you gotta it make it yours.
0: so much to what we do
1: the key is you gotta make it yours and that's yes. that's the key. And there's no shortcut. There's no secret handshake. There's no movie to watch. Just keep doing it till it shows up or it doesn't. I'm sorry. There's no that, you know, everything is not created equal, man.
0: I had a guy uh, at a workshop one time. John, you'll love this one. He said, I, I he said, my New Year's resolution is next year. I'm going to find my vision. <laughs> and I said, no, you're not. It's well, going to could... find you sometime. Maybe. Yeah. He to yeah. bottle that. I'll buy yeah. it. Bottle it. It yeah. put professional on it, it, it. We could sell
2: it. And, you know, your vision changes every year, year after year after year. As we evolve as humans, you know, your vision, your style keeps changing no matter what. And uh, so you can never truly find it. It's not a thing. Does yeah. your
1: style change or does it get more uh, more distilled as you go? I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I think either for me. I think I think it should be theoretically should become clearer, but yeah. develop, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if you stagnate, you know, if I look at stuff I shot, you know, five years ago and I can't say that I'm happier with what I'm doing today, then I need to figure something out or, or
1: 25 years ago. You're or still 25. Gonna see, you're, you'll you still see the same seeds of how you see stuff now. Exactly. It'll be better now, yeah. but the basic it, framework is how you're wired, man. You're wired that way, so the basic framework is there from day one, and then you got to refine it right as you go. Right? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, perfect. perfect. And the, and 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 everybody's wired different, and that's why everybody has different views on stuff, and that's what makes what we to be, what makes what we do kind of fun, you know. So, so kind of go along around.
2: that same line, Tony, where where do you get your inspiration for the the craft?
1: Do we need inspiration?
0: Good point.
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that shut yeah. me up. Well, maybe. Okay. I mean, you know, I think I think so, at least for, I'll speak for myself. I think for, for me, some of my images are more inspired than others because I'm more connected to my subject or I'm more in the zone or more passionate about what I'm shooting than other stuff.
1: So does that make it more inspired?
0: Well, I think it comes down, you know, oh. there's... Again, I hate to keep going back to music, but you know, you you have good days and bad days and you have yeah. good days where you know you're seeing stuff and you're you're on it's happening. And then you have other days where you know maybe you're not. And guess what? It's okay. Enjoy where you are, you know.
1: I could not agree more, my friend.
0: Enjoy where in fact, we were talking I I think it was with uh with Scott on one of the other podcasts we did here is that the images are almost not not that important compared to what we get out of what we do, where we go, what we see. You know,
1: they're a byproduct doing
0: man. this podcast. You know, I mean, this they're is by- what turns byproduct. me out. You know what? You
1: know the thing that I learned from Bill. One of the greatest lessons I've learned from Bill, and uh, since he was the guy that got me into this business, there are many, but the uh, one that I um, remember to this day that I use a lot. We were in uh, in Wyoming, and uh, some some elf walks into walks across the ridge and there's then there in the shadow and the mountains like you know white snow in the background. Everybody's going, what what's the, what do we do? What do we do? Everybody's lined up. What do we do? You know, because of the contrast range. And, and, and Bill comes to me and two other guys says, "Man, come here." He puts his arms around us. He says, "Man, just look at it." Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Just look at just look at it. Look where you yeah, are. You know?
0: I, I had a group in Napa one time and. It had just rained in the spring, it hadn't rained for about a week, and it rained, and we got out of the vehicles, and I just said to everybody, "I want you just to stand here and smell the dirt <clears throat> and I got looks like I had three heads, you know it was <laughs> quite amazing. Tony, you do some different looking images, and I, and I and, and mean that as a compliment. Um, I think you've really got the infrared thing under control. Uh, and
1: that process some things.
0: other things. Could you talk yeah. about what you what you get out of different views? Whether it's a you know a, a kind of an impressionistic look or an infrared look, or is well, it just how you feel that day? Or
1: no, man. If I could shoot infrared for a living, I would. Yeah. I wanted to do that from when I was a kid. My first memories are of, 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 of like an infrared shot. You know. Yeah. And if I could do that, only do that, that's what I would do. Nothing else. But huh. uh, that in the world that I live in, because I've got bills, you know. But um, it, 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 you know, I find infrared to be the, the medium that most expresses what I want to express from inside of what I want the thing to feel like. You know, it's very personal for me. So infrared is, is the one format that allows me to express myself completely, which, um, which is new to me.
0: And are you, I mean, do you go out specifically saying today, I'm going to shoot infrared images?
1: Um, some days. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So when you, um, I I think I probably know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask it anyhow for everybody. Um, you know we talk about getting getting the shot okay
2: oh uh, yeah oh yeah
0: um i'm i'm just going to leave it at that and let you take off with it because it, it's 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 kind of a kind of a ver- you know it's another podcast just on that topic oh, i
1: don't know but. it is man i know it is man you know um back to film okay back yeah. to the film it was a dark art Because you never saw what you got. You had to apply all this requisite knowledge ahead of time. And then hopefully it came out. With the advent of digital, I'm not being judgmental. But what that did was that took that esoteric art and put it out on Main Street. You just got to watch it. There's no more uh, uh, discussions on exposure. You can watch your histogram and adjust that as you go. So it's changed like everything, you know. Um, But what's your question again? I got off on the sidetrack, Jack. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. We were talking about, you know, this this uh, attitude of, you know, you got you getting.
1: Yeah. So, so as a result of that, you have a, a lot of people that are pretty much uh, you know, driving a car without a license. Is, is kind of what it comes down to, because, you know, they just get the camera and look online and maybe even it on the way to the trip. Stop it like, you know, a Best Buy, buy a camera on, on the way to Iceland. And then they get in line because they want that shot. The internet makes this stuff accessible to everyone. So as a result of that, you have people that aren't quite, that don't get the responsibility thing, they don't even occur to them.
0: We're going to get to that in a minute.
1: Yeah, so, you know, um, so, I'm sorry. What's the thrust of our question here, Jack?
0: <laughs> Getting the shot. Yeah, that, that's why is Why is it, why is is it critical that. to people? Because people crawl over everything to get the
1: shot, you know. Um, They'll cause damage to get the shot. The point is, uh, the shot's been taken, my friend. Exactly. Okay, the shot's been taken. Why don't you just buy one rather than screwing up somebody's property? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, when pe- when we go to an iconic area, and we go to a lot of them because people want to go there, um, right. I think it's human nature that photographers, whether they're new or been around a little bit, um, typically want to take that shot. Nothing wrong with like that. And nothing, gonna, nothing wrong with it. They're going to do it anyhow. Yep. I, I know people say, why are you doing that? You shouldn't do that. You're not an artist if you do that. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. So my view is, get do it. You get it out of your system. Right. Get it out of your system. And then sit down for a little while and be creative. I, I had a client that was just, it sounded like the, his camera sounded like the, St. Valentine's Day massacre. I, got it. I, got I, went, I went over to him. I said, Where's your camera bag? He goes, It's laying over here. I, I, I grabbed his camera out of his hand and walked over to put it in the back. I said, Would you do me a favor? Would you sit here for 10 minutes and look where you are, understand what you're doing? <laughs> you know, and of course, you know, he, I knew him, so I knew it would be okay. I wouldn't do that to just everybody, but you know, it, there's this like pressure it's like people put pressure on themselves they do and, I, and i'm not sure why I, I, you know it's it's <laughs> it's I a human why. thing that that um i think that would be a good thing to for folks to work on to get out of that zone i, I think that, you are know,
1: you want know, you know, to like to what end are they doing this to go on like yeah you know, to what end are they like crawling over fences and like Going to these places, like, crying. you know, why? That's
0: what I don't care. Tony, Tony, you know the old barn, uh, schoolhouse out in the Palouse that's been that's shot probably, to death? That's,
1: that's
0: probably gone now. Yeah. So you know Dave, right? who's the sure, farmer. Sure, yeah. yeah. So you probably know this. I, I just want to bring this up because I want to talk about the subject with you. Um, you can't walk. He won't. He won't let anybody walk up up on a property anymore. First of all, the barn's almost down. I think it'll come down this winter. It's about eighty percent down. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can't. He for the last two three years, he wouldn't let anybody up on a property because some kids from Colfax came up there and were playing around, and one of them fell off the off the off a tractor, broke broke his or her ankle, and sued him.
1: That's how it works. That's why I'm not, not surprised all those guys don't raise those barns. I don't want and, that to happen, but i tell you something, man. If I was a farmer there and I had property, that barns and those kind of things that were photogenic, they attracted photographers, and I had one person or even heard of a person falling, I don't yeah. know what I would do,
0: man. No. Today's thing. And it's and, and so that's one issue. The other issue is what we were kind of talking about. Um I know you go to Iceland, and if you remember back uh, when we first started going there, the paths yep. were about three feet wide uh, up mm-hmm. in on and up, up in the Highlands, and, yep. and now they're 20 feet wide.
1: Yep, that's right.
0: And uh, we're, I'm seeing it here. Uh, Mono Lake used to be pristine, oh, and now right. there's broken tufa all over the place. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. You know, people climbing on a tufa taking selfies. It's it's Uh, an amazing thing. From my permit in Mount Rainier this year, I had to take a test from the Leave No Trace people.
1: It's getting there.
0: And I said to uh, the ranger, who's a very nice person, I said, you know, we're not the problem. Photographers tend to want to take care of things. We're on their side. I said, what about these buses that are coming? And she goes, well, now they have to, like, pay a, a permit fee. I said, you mean to tell me they, they were coming up here without a permit? Fee? And anyway, um, right. what, what, what other than just being human beings, what, what could, is there anything we can do or we should be doing to help this? It's, it's out of control. I mean, every place you go, it's out of control.
1: Well, it, that's the issue, Jack. If a we lead by example, which is the only way over a period of time to relentlessly lead by example, hoping that someday, hopefully, somebody will get it, because you can't tell anybody anything, first of all. I don't know. You know so I, mean, I lead by example and go online, make comments, talk to the students, tell them not to reveal places. You're not going to fix it with one person or in one year. You just got to do little bits here and there. And as the photo community matures, it's still very immature right now. Um, and if there's places left to photograph by then, um, then it should improve. But the problem isn't us; it's the dilettantes who show up in buses yeah. or, go, or go online to see where we're shooting. They show up in their own cars and run around like crazy people. The problem is that we get it from the farmers because we're there more. You know, they got to yell at somebody.
0: Well, I don't blame them.
1: I, I get it, man. I get it. I you get know,
0: it. yeah. What, what about the remember the old? Texaco station guy out there on Endicott, uh, uh, St. They, John's, Endicott Road.
1: Shut that down a year ago.
0: Yeah, tell that story. You know you the story, right?
1: Not the whole thing. I'm not sure of the names involved, so I don't want to well, I, don't,
0: I, I wouldn't, yeah, I don't want to get into the names, but I, uh, the story is that um, there were a bunch of photographers in this guy's barn, and the guy came out and he says, What are you guys doing here? Just Well, we're taking photographs. He goes, well, this is my barn. He goes, yeah, but it was on the tour map.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've heard a lot of that. I've heard a lot of that. And then there's another one about there's a a lot of stories about, you know, the uh, the uh, tactical station, man, you know.
0: Yeah. And he's such a nice guy, that guy, you know,
1: his patience gets tried, man. But he would tell people he would tell them they would come. Can we come in and shoot? Yeah, sure. Okay, fine, no problem. Just don't go to the house, don't go to the open building, stay out in the outside, no problem. That sounds pretty easy to me, but for some reason, uh, uh, people went inside. You know? And then when he kicked them out, they came back again in the middle of the night and went in there again.
0: Yeah, amazing.
1: Went in again, you know? And and, and there's another story, it keeps going on real quick, you know, uh, a a quote-unquote known photographer used that map as a... um, Destination map. Well, I can go here, 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 here. You know, some farmer or somebody rustling around in his barn, and uh, this this photo guy was met with a guy with a shotgun. Mm. What the hell are you doing here? Uh. He, said, uh, so, he said, something lame like, uh, "Well, I was on the map." You know, yeah. Wrong answer, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that map is 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 uh, been uh, either stopped. Uh, Being printed, it's evidently getting quite hard to find them.
1: That's what I heard, man. I hope that's true.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you never know. It's you know, it's people. That's that's just
1: crazy stuff. Like I tell them personally, a stranger, I'll say, "Hey, you can't go in there." You know, I don't care. if I know them or not. You know, I'll I'll yell at people. So Sue's worse than I am.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think we all need to it. do our part. I think, I think, as you said, Tony, it's like we'll just try to keep chipping away and be ruthlessly uh, committed to to kind of preserving and protecting what's out there from the hordes that come in and do the wrong things. Yeah,
1: and if you see somebody driving a car that's doing something weird, photograph the license plate, photograph the car. Yeah. Yeah. a camera, for God's sake. you got a, a, an evidence-gathering machine around your neck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: You yeah. know, it's like a rocket science, you know. Yeah, I,
0: can, I can hear your... Hear your passion and yeah. that's something to be commended. Yeah. Uh, there are workshop leaders who don't um, that don't partake to that. There's
1: nothing more important than preserving where you work, is there?
0: But um, na- nature's gonna nature's gonna change it by itself. What do we need to help it? That's for? her job. She's doing her job.
1: I want to do our job.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs>
2: So Tony, let me let me let's switch gears just a little bit. This you know, this podcast it really isn't about gear and technical things. It's more about conversation and creativity and all that kind of stuff. However, <laughs> however, you know, have you come across any any cool gear, any neat gadgets that you found, any uh, any kind of fun stuff that you are excited about using these days?
1: Let me get my bag. <laughs>
0: Gotta see what's in the bag. Yeah,
1: there it is. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
0: I'm sure um, you only have one bag, too.
1: I'm trying to sell about a dozen of them right now, so I got more than one. But the one that I like right now is the Shimoda bag. Came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, real thin. It makes you pare down. Yeah. Which is why I like it.
0: You well, know? in the last podcast with with uh, that we recorded yesterday, I made the comment that I suggest to my students that every year they should buy a smaller bag because you're going to fill it
1: whatever you buy you're going to fill yep.
0: <laughs> That's
1: absolute yeah but it's getting to the point now that you should know what lenses you'd like to use most of the time if you're not sure just go into a, 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 a Lightroom and just type in uh, and just hit the uh what lenses do you use with which frequency yep. you know yeah you don't need a thousand lenses man I yeah. carry 24 to 120 in my main bag, 24 to 120 on two cameras, and a 70 to 200. Yep. That's about 98% of what I do. The rest of the stuff's in the car. Yep. You know, I mean, why kill yourself, man? Yeah. But uh, new gear, new gear, jeez. Um, that uh, a, a Nikon ES1, that slide duplicator, you know, <laughs> it's called the ES2. Uh, you know, I'm currently duping slides is what I'm doing remember those Uh, it's fantastic man it's es2 you uh it's got a tube that allows you to place the slide at the minimum close to the minimum focusing distance of the lens so it's right up close to it and then you point it to a light source and shoot
0: Hmm,
1: and with the d850 you get a pretty good sized file yeah and i put stuff online on my facebook page a couple days ago on uh so they they look good. Your know, Velvia wasn't any slouch, you know. And you scan it right and treat it right, it looks pretty. Big. It looks pretty good. It's pretty
2: good. So, I have to look that.
1: Yeah. yeah, they're great, man. And let me see what else. I um, yeah, I'm walking around here trying to find something new. Got the Shimoda bag. Oh yeah, I got the um, Novaflex has this uh, pano head that I use. I use really right stuff, but it's big. And they've got a smaller one which I didn't get. But the NovaFlex one is like very small. It fits into my bag, even the Shimoda bag, along with two bodies, three lenses, and that system fits in there. That's how small it is, and it's rock solid. So I've got that. Uh, let me see, NovaFlex panning system. Not a whole lot. Pack up the the Anderson cameras, the A10, two eight hundred, one eight fifty. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, nothing really. Good. Once you get what you like, you pretty much have it, you know, for a while. Yeah, I got really right really stuff, tripods. Um, the new uh, 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 uh Andoro is very good. The latest model, I, I got one of those that I use. Got yeah. three or four tripods. They're both really, very good, you know. It really writes kind of a standard you know, along with uh, with uh, the other ones.
0: Tony, you uh, and I, I, I think it's one of the images you sent, over, John. We're gonna put up on the show notes. You oh. just uh. Set, uh, did an image I saw on your Facebook page in Acadia, and you called it Fantasy Beach. Yeah. C- c- just, c- I don't want to get into a processing discussion here, but could you just briefly give us an idea what your view of processing on that particular image was? It's just, it's ethereal. It's just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh a foggy woods in, in, in the, you know, somewhere. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a gorgeous photograph.
1: Thank you. We're lucky to be there at that time. Sue and I shot that with uh, Velvia 50. And that so was,
0: was film. Wow. wow.
1: Sure. Sure was.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> typical foggy day, low tide in Maine. You know, yeah. all the rocks are exposed, you know, and as far as processing, let me get my computer up here. Um, I'm pretty much running through raw. And then I've got a uh, Lucy. I don't do a lot of, not a lot, man. If you capture it right, you're pretty much good most of the time. I use some Nick stuff. Um, Focus Magic, which is what uh, Charlie Kramer uses for uh, sharpening, which is awfully good. Yeah. And Neat Image is a great noise reduction software. Neither of those cost a lot, but they're cheap. 100 bucks, 50 bucks. So those are my major uh, 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 processing, sharpening, and noise reduction software. And of course, the Illuminar um, is getting better every iteration, as is Topaz. And I use both of those, both of those. But on the image, um, some luminosity masking. Use Tony Kuiper's to pull some of the uh, some of the shadows up. Yeah. But um,
0: boy, I gotta tell you, it's just it's intriguing, yeah. and we're gonna post this uh, this Thank image. You. I
1: was very lucky to get that. Thank you very much.
0: And, yeah. and if you and and now that I know it was shot on film. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: God, I mean, it's just—it's it, just. So you it,
1: can actually um, um, use those transparencies, you know, to oh, yeah. uh, still generate income and make pictures.
0: You know? Well, I'm going to have to look into that because I, I had heard of this, but I'm not heard of anybody that's used it yet. And if you're, oh using, man,
1: I'm, now let me just say that nothing's perfect. And the no. higher contrast images, all of them don't. I've got about an 80%, 85% range of success. The things that are way too contrasty, where the blacks go jet black in, in, in Velvia, they're tough. There's nothing there you know, to bring out. But the more evenly lit images are like perfect, just like yeah. a, a digital file. It's
0: tremendous. So finally, uh, Tony, let's talk Fine. about you, you you know what you have coming up, John. Do you have any other uh, gear or uh, artistic uh, type questions for Tony? No, I think
2: uh, I, I think I'm really good, Tony. You've uh, answered all of my questions. I think
0: it's been it's
2: been wonderful.
1: Hope I didn't talk too fast. Thank oh,
2: you.
0: No, no. no. Um, did did we? You know, one last question, and this is this is crazy. So, <laughs> ten years from now, what are, what are we going to be doing in photography? What do you think? iPhones?
1: I hope to be upright first of all. <laughs> given <laughs> given that given that um, I think it's more of the same man. smaller faster um yeah. the mirrors have double card Yeah yeah I don't think that I don't think it's the sensor size that the iPhone or all these other phones are, are going to be compatible to a a DSLR when it comes to huge file sizes, huge things, now I could be wrong. I know that Rad Drew, the you know, Rad, an iPhone extraordinary iPhone guy, you know, you know Rad basically had like your know, four by six feet enlargements mm. from an iPhone like you know five versions ago.
0: Well, you know, Michael Fry is teaching an iPhone class in Yosemite now.
1: Right, and Michael Fry is great. Yeah,
0: so yeah, that, I, I mean,
1: we'll be doing that on, on Ellis Island pretty soon. Bring in A
0: little more iPhone stuff, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that, too. While we're, while we're there, let, let everybody know um, how they can find you, where you're going, and you know, you, Tony, you and I have had so many people that have done workshops to, with me and then done with you, or vice versa. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I have to tell you, folks, I, I've been doing this almost as long as Tony, and I see probably 500 people a year maybe, and I probably see, I don't know, a lot, a lot of people who have done stuff with Tony, and in all the years, I have never had one negative comment.
1: Oh, my God, so, man. Please. I guess all, yeah, I guess all the threats. I,
0: I, I all the... Urge people to do workshops with other people and learn. So, Tony, tell everybody where you're going to be, what you're going to be doing, and and uh, and where they can find you and
1: et cetera. I, I appreciate that, Jack. Thank you. It's just uh, tonysweet.com We begin our, uh, th- like everything's on there. Um, and just a mentoring, private stuff, doing more of that as I get older here, more software stuff online, more private training. But we're still doing our um, uh, location workshops throughout the country and Iceland next year. Big number in Iceland next year for me, Jack. You know what that is? It's got a zero after it. Not the one that I want it to be. But we're yep. doing a big uh, yeah we're doing a big thing uh, next year at Iceland in September that'll be huge.
0: Um, Where are you going?
1: Uh, off the beaten path, my friend.
0: Yeah,
1: way off. So we're getting yeah. that planned right now. That'll be a ten day thing, and our normal like uh, like four to five day workshops available for like you know private uh, uh, anything, talk to clubs organizations. Um, that's it. TonySweet.com. It's all right there. You know, thank you.
0: You know, the best Aurora I've ever had in Iceland was uh, uh, north, uh, not far from Husavik in that area, mm-hmm. in September. Not in January, in September.
1: We love September. That's when we're going. It's a great it's time. An
0: amazing thing. Crowds are a little less. And
1: Yep. They think uh, it's the winter. Winter's great, but the Aurora, what you have in September is a perfect cross of everything. Peak fall color. Yeah. You have like daylight. You have pitch black nighttime, and you have the auroras.
0: Yeah, yeah. You September's know. a great time to be there.
1: Yeah, man, it is. The the, the peak color is like a New Hampshire on steroids. Believe it or not,
0: it is up north.
2: Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Maybe. So, t- Tony, let me ask you. So, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. You're you're uh, running a, a workshop out to Ellis Island. Is that correct?
1: Yes,
0: sir. About once a month.
2: That's fascinating. Tell tell me more about that. I think that's amazing
0: you've been doing that for a while
1: it took us five years to um well that that's a long story but to keep a long story short we've been in there uh i think four to five years this time it took about three years to get through the uh, bureaucratic jibber jabber whatever you want to call it you know right and then um once i gave up it kind of happened like anything else in life you know and and uh it for five years we go in there about once a month uh except when we travel we're off now till september we're in there from 9 until 3 6 hours bring your tripods unlimited time and locations no hurry they have what's called these hard hard hat tours that are maybe like a couple hours but there's no tripods and you got to stay with the group and it's very specifically timed the ones we have are very very loose you can go go back again later if you want we just got to stay in the group largely and the fee that you pay which is 500 bucks uh, most of that goes toward Ellis Island. This, this to me is, is, is a, a give back gig. We don't make a lot of money on this. A lot of it goes back towards them. And you will see that um, there are uh, uh, things being built and refurbished up there that are a direct result of our of our efforts. So we're very proud about that and want to keep Good it going.
2: So, Tony, I know that you uh, are running tours out to Ellis Island. Talk to us about that experience. I mean, what do people shoot out there? What's it What's it like for those who have never been to the island?
1: Well, for those who are like abandoned buildings, um, old concrete structures where the, the light bouncing around is great, and especially on Ellis, where we have what's called island light. So you get the light like bouncing off the water into the walls, and from the the other buildings with the terracotta roofs. So there's color bouncing around everywhere inside of there, around the concrete and the area. The shadows were wonderful. And it's just just an abandoned uh, immigrant hospital. And you get history as you go through it. And it's, um, you see stuff online. I got um, We have a, a website dedicated to that. We have one Facebook group dedicated to that. But in general, it's just it's an old abandoned hospital that's very fun to photograph. We're there for six hours straight.
0: You know, it's, uh, I, I ought to come out there with you sometime. My, my grandmother actually came through Ellis Island, uh, from Italy in 19, I think 1901 or 1902. So if, if someone yells at you when you're there and you don't see anybody, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put in a good word. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, at any rate, um, you know, I want to do this again. Maybe uh, in six, eight months, maybe we can do another one. Come up with a, come up with a. a we could do a whole podcast on on uh, the the overlap of music and uh, photography. Um, oh, Of course, you know, you and I could go on ad nauseum.
1: Uh, yeah, especially that.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, right, uh but John, I think um I think I, I don't have anything more for Tony, do you no,
2: I think we're ready to put a nail in it. Tony, is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know about?
1: Well, it's kind of all right here. It's all my last on my website, basically, you know, and if you have any questions, just let me just finish up by saying, uh if anybody has any questions, they can drop me a line at tony at tonysweet dot com but please bear in mind that uh, I do answer all emails but um, short emails get answered first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're you a busy guy, that's
0: for sure.
1: And that's pretty much it, so um, thanks. Well, Tony, it's,
0: you know, it's,
2: it's been a pleasure having you on. Jack, I'm sorry I interrupted you.
0: No, I was just going to say, Tony, you know, we, we, we actually, maybe we should, like, rename our profession and call ourselves professional emailers.
1: Yeah, I like that. You know? <laughs> I like that,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, you know, Tony's one of the good guys in the business. It's a pleasure having him on here, and I only wish that uh, we we would see more of each other than than uh, than in the field. But you know, one last thing I just thought of, Tony, we're going to be together in November.
1: Oh man, at the Great Smoky Summit.
0: Yeah, and let's just mention that, um, folks. If you're in the area of of the Smoky Mountains, and and if you're in Atlanta or on the East Coast, it's really not that far. There's going to be a summit out there um, that's going to run from uh, November, I think it's the 7th to the 10th, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds about right. And you can find this if you Google Great Smoky Mountain Photo Summit. And uh, this has happened now about four or five years it's going to be in Townsend, Tennessee. You can read about it on their website. Just Google again, Great Smoky Mountain Photo Summit. If you register, tell them you heard it from Tony and Jack, and we're both going to be doing some programs there, along with people like Joe McNally and Bill Fortney and yep. Len Rude Jr. And uh, Roman okay. is going to be there, and Mandy Lee is going to be there. and be there, yeah. Yeah, so it's and more. And I'm yeah, um, probably leaving RC is going to be there. Yeah. So going to be there. so in one place for, for three, three, four days. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing to get that group together. There's a and,
1: lot, there's a lot going on there, man. It's always fun They're, Everybody's nice. It's loose informative. The area is like beautiful. How do you lose?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and most of all, you know, guys like Tony and I get to see our, our, our fellow, uh, Compadres, for, for more than ten seconds. Yeah, for more than ten seconds. <laughs> so, Tony, it's great having you.
1: <clears throat> you hang it's, an in it's an honor, sir. Thank you.
0: And uh, I can't wait to see you. And best of luck.
1: We will see you soon, brother. Take care, John. Thank you, sir. Great meeting you.
2: Great, thank you, Tony. Very much. And, and Thanks, folks, uh, if you have any questions for us at We Talk Photo, we have an email address: uh, we talk at gmail.com. And if you want to get uh, links to Tony's site, visit our webpage along, along with viewing pictures that, uh, that we're posting up of his. That's wetalkphoto.com. So everything's right there for you to listen, subscribe, learn, explore, reach out, and touch us. With that, we'll say have a wonderful day, folks.
0: See you all later. Bye-bye.